This edition of The Standard is brought to you by the AXA Startup Angel Competition. I'm Sharma Dean Reed, founder and CEO of The Stack World, and I'm here to help you turn your business dream into reality. There are six chances to win the competition, including two top prizes of £25,000, mentoring from myself and leading UK founders, plus business insurance for a year, thanks to AXA. Go to standard.co.uk forward slash AXA Startup Angel for details on how to enter and complete your entry by the 2nd of June, 2024. Good luck. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board certified physicians who can prescribe FDA approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hi, I'm David Marsden from the Evening Standard. Follow the leader or hit subscribe and you'll get our news analysis and commentary every day at 4pm. Give us a rating whenever you get your podcast too. Now, from the Evening Standard in London, this is the leader. The chimes of Big Ben have barely been heard since repairs to Elizabeth Tower at the Houses of Parliament began in 2017. It was last used to mark Armistice Day on November 11th. But this new year, the bell will ring out again. In fact, it'll go twice. Tested once at 11pm, which happens to be the moment Britain leaves the EU, and then again at midnight. And this is happening despite the Prime Minister warning people to stay away from Westminster as 2021 begins because of coronavirus restrictions. And if you want to know how severe the situation is, well, London's already in Tier 3, and now just look at the South East. Our political editor Joe Murphy's with me. Joe, a lot of that area's about to go into tier three yeah you're talking about millions of people going into tier three in what you could loosely call a big chunk of london's commuter belt so you've got all of surrey apart from waverley all of buckinghamshire bedfordshire the rest of hertfordshire berkshire portsmouth and gosport and peterborough for those long-haul commuters heading north that is as you've said millions of people The health secretary is not making these decisions without reason, though. Coronavirus is on the rise in these areas. Absolutely, and um, I've been going through a few. If you compare the end of November to the most recent data, then you find big increases in places like Woking, up from 184 cases per 100,000 to 279 cases per 100,000. Similar sort of rises in places like Surrey Heath from 121 to 228, Spellthorn from 118 to 247. Broadly, when you go over 200 cases per 100,000, you're really hitting the sort of worrying alarm bells. Some places are nothing like that. Um, Guildford has gone up from 101 to 157.7. But that kind of suggests to me that somewhere like that is, is... a couple of weeks behind London, and we know what's happening in London. It's really grim. Brighton and Hove are up from a really, really low 55 to 97. So it's rising there, but of course they're staying in Tier 2 at the moment. So with London already in Tier 3, those parts that you've talked about going into Tier 3, it's going to be a very quiet Christmas in the southeast of England, isn't it? The hope among ministers is that it will be quiet. The fear among ministers is that people will be squeezing together. 
Um, and they've just announced that Big Ben's going to ring in the new year for the first time since it went uh, quiet for repairs on New Year's Eve, which means it's going to be a hard job to dissuade people from coming into Parliament Square and potentially spreading clouds of virus in the open air or on the uh, travel routes in. It's a very tricky situation. So this is really interesting because, of course, Boris Johnson's been saying no one should be gathering in large groups to see in the new year. But now you have Big Ben going off, which it's so rarely done in recent years, including a test, as they've called it, at 11 o'clock, which is coincidentally the moment that the UK leaves the European Union. Aren't they concerned that people are going to gather? Well, this decision's been announced today by the Commons authorities rather than the government, and they are not encouraging crowds to come in. But it's the same old story. When there's a good event and not much else to do, how do you stop them? We've full coverage of this story in the newspaper and online at standard.co.uk. Now... You probably think you know the world-famous tube map, originally designed by Harry Beck in 1931, but it is an ever-changing document. For example, more than two decades ago, the Thames Link Line was taken off it because the map was becoming a bit cluttered. But now it's making a return, and Thames Link's Jenny Saunders is here. Jenny, a lot of people have been asking for this for a long time, so why is it happening now? Yeah, well, uh, given the current situation with coronavirus and the need to socially distance, it's more important than than ever that passengers have uh, all of the options available to them and that they can find those options easily. So we've worked with Transport for London to do just that, putting all of the options in one place on the iconic tube map. It is an iconic tube map. How's your line going to look on it? Thameslink is going to be shown as a pink and white line running through the heart of central London, um, as well as into parts of the southeast of London and north of London, which have never appeared on the map before. Uh, So it definitely adds lots more options and lots more stations. Must be quite exciting for you to see that. It, it absolutely. We're, we're delighted to have Thameslink back on the tube map. It's been over 20 years since we've been there um, and it's brilliant news for, for passengers to provide them with all the options that they need. Yeah, so how does this actually help people being able to see this line that presumably they know already exists? Yeah, of course. It's a great addition for all passengers um, and it gives so many more options for travel right through the middle of London. So, uh, for example, from St Pancras to London Bridge, it's only 15 minutes on the Thameslink tube line and the vast majority of Thameslink stations are also accessible. So it's a great option for anyone who needs step-free access for trains as well. So it's been a couple of decades that you've been missing from the map. You're on it temporarily will you stay there permanently it's a great question we've been added for 12 months to help with social distancing and to support the work on the northern tube line Um, we think it would be great for passengers if it was there on a more permanent basis but for now we're absolutely delighted to be there until the end of 2021 And that's the leader. Keep up to date with our live blog, which you'll find at standard.co.uk. This podcast is back tomorrow. Hi, I'm Lawrence Delalio, host of the Evening Standard Rugby podcast, brought to you in partnership with QBE Business Insurance. The show is available to listen to now and right up to the end of the season, when the winners of the Champions Cup will be crowned at Tottenham Hotspur Stadium, and the fight for the Premiership title will be decided at Twickenham. 
QBE is one of the world's leading insurers and they will help your business build resilience through risk management and insurance solutions. Subscribe and download now wherever you get your podcasts. Thanks for listening.